Hey everyone, welcome to Perspectives of Change. I'm your host, Sarika Karbanda. I'd like to start by introducing the show as always. At Perspectives of Change, we are dedicated to exploring how to not change forward by understanding and valuing multiple perspectives because sometimes we could forget that our perspective as a change agent is just one of many perspectives. Today on the show, we have a special topic uh, OKR Lean Change Mojito. Uh, unfortunately, we are not offering any mojitos on the show, but hopefully you can go grab one for yourself. Um, the way our topics are structured for the show, we try and do a 15 to 25 minutes conversation, depending on how many people also join in, how many questions we do start getting. So Natalia and I will, and I will introduce you, Natalia, in just a moment. Uh, Natalia and I will do a short conversation on this topic. And then we will open the floor for any questions that you would like to have for the guests on the show. With that, um, our special guest for the show is Natalia Hilisui. Hi, Natalia. Hi, Sarika. Good to be here. And did I pronounce your surname correctly? Yeah, it's Hilisui. <laughs> Hilisui. Okay. <laughs> And I'm going to introduce Natalia very briefly, and then she's going to introduce the second guest on the show. I'm not going to say that. Uh, so Natalia's introduction, uh, I know Natalia is an OKR expert and a lot of stuff, which is organizational development coach, supporting companies wanting to um, increase their focus, autonomy and value creation. And a lot of stuff. So she's been doing a lot of stuff in this OKRs area and organizational development. But I'm going to leave it at that and probably flip the question to you, Natalia. If you could introduce yourself and in addition, tell us where did you meet OKRs? Yeah, sure. So very happy to be here um, as a part of your podcast and your show. Um, so yeah, my name is Natalia Hedesö. I'm based here in lovely Munich. Um, so joining you from Bavaria in Germany. And organizational development is really one of my passion topics. So um, I started off in yeah HR transformation um, type of um, yeah departments. So supporting companies in their big change endeavors when the markets changed, when there were new demands from the customer customer perspective when there were huge restructurings going on, so in corporations big and small. And um, I kind of did that a long time in a very traditional manner. So implementing IT systems, you know, with these big Excel sheets, the deadlines, the three-year rollout plans and all these things. And a lot of times kind of bumping into the typical challenges that uh, maybe some of your organization also face today, like yeah, uh, we don't make it in time, we don't make it in budget, we get somewhere distracted, we don't have the resource. And actually, why did we start with this whole thing in the first place? And so this kind of led my journey into um, the Agile community, where I finally found uh, a way of working that what is a lot closer to what I believe in and how I want to work and interact and collaborate with people. Um, and so I kind of switched a little more to bringing agility to um, HR or HR and leadership departments. And then, of course, that whole topic of goals was always very present coming from, OK, we have a strategy, but what do we do next? What is the most important thing? And that's where I stumbled upon OKR actually as an employee. So I worked at an e-commerce company here in Munich and they um, introduced um, OKRs, so objectives and key results. We will talk about that in a second. 
But in brief, it's an agile way of doing um, goals in shorter um, iterative cycles. And so I was working with them in the HR department, but at the same time responsible for all the training endeavors and um, yeah, kind of the execution of the whole process. And uh, I kind of fell in love with that, um, yeah, that concept, that method. And until today, I'm using it for my own business because um, I joined uh, my own company a couple of years later. And so I've been doing um, yeah, support for companies around OKRs at different points in their journey. So for some companies, um, I kind of support them on the first yeah, decision phase. Is OKR the right thing for me? Why do we want it? How do we implement it? Some other companies um, I support in their process redesign or if they want to um, develop that a little further. And I do a lot of um, trainings and enablement for OKR coaches and other roles and responsibilities around that. So yeah, basically I'm yeah in the realm of organizational development with a specialty in OKRs because I really like that concept. And I'm very happy to talk a little more about OKRs today, but also what it has to do with change. And when we talk about change, of course, one person comes to mind who is um, a change hacker and a change expert. And therefore, uh, would guest number two like to introduce herself, which is Sarika today? Perfect. Thanks, Natalia. So, yes, um, interestingly, um, as Natalia already introduced me, so, yes, I consider myself to be a global lean change agent. And we'll talk a lot about lean change in just a few moments. And a change hacker, uh, also now a community lead at the Lean Change Management Association. Um, I think I have been influencing organizational culture through artful interventions all these many years, uh, as long as I have known change for. And uh, with perspectives of change and many other interventions, I've been exploring how to not change forward by understanding and valuing multiple perspectives. Uh, and I think as change agents, we just forget that it's just not our perspective. It's about everybody's perspective, who is in the context, who is being impacted by that change. And my lean change journey started, I think, formally, I would say, in 2016, where I got uh, trained by Jason Little, who's the author of Lean Change Management. That's the book here. So, yeah, and that's Jason. I was hoping he would join the call. Let's see if he does at some point. Um, but it formally got started uh, in 2016, but I've been in the realm of transformations and the change space since, I don't know, forever, probably. And we all have our personal and professional journeys. And I would say agile transformation space since 2005 or six, I would say, since I have known agile and I've been in that space. So, yeah, with that, I'll just sum up my introduction as uh, someone who's on a mission to disrupt, unleash myself so that I can co-create change with everybody else around me. Uh, so that's me, that's Sarika. And now back to you, Natalia. I think uh, we, we've probably started this whole ping pong of conversation now where I think I'd like to throw the question back given the topic of OKR Lean Change Moito. What is OKR? And of course, you and I met on this agile HR journey, you know, together that we were on, and we've got that journey together, but we'll come to that, I think, in a bit. But tell us what a little more about OKR and why is that important in the context of today? Yeah, sure. 
So OKR, just the foundation stands for objectives and key results. And it's something or a concept that's uh, in, become increasingly popular, not just um, in the US and Silicon Valley, where it's probably uh, been very famous or became very famous um, because it's something that Google uses. And you probably heard that already in the company. Um, but it's actually something where you basically apply agile principles on the way that you set goals and you work with goals. And so why do we even talk about that? Well, first of all, I think it comes back to um, what I introduced um, also kind of in my journey that um, when you hit the current challenges, the current market demands, the ever increasing rate of change, um, companies get to the point where they think about, okay, what kind of ways of working do we need in order to actually um, cope with that and thrive in that type of environment? And then they think about agile methods like Scrum or Kanban, but then sooner or later, they also come to the point where they think, hmm, if we change the ways of working on that level, might it not also be useful to change the way we think about goals and the way we work about goals? And that's where often OKRs come into place. And so what OKRs basically do is they bridge the gap between the long-term goals that you find in organizations. So the vision, the mission, the purpose, the strategy, whatever you have there, and the daily execution. And in most companies I know, um, there is a huge gap between these two things and not really a meaningful connection. And that's what OKRs try to change to build that bridge and this meaningful connection that it's clear for everyone in the company, what are we trying to achieve long-term? What is then the next important step? And what do all the little things that I do on a daily basis actually have to do with the bigger picture? And they do that by defining the next important step in an objective, so in an inspiring goal. So what does the team or the department or the company uh, want to achieve, for example, in the next three months? And they combine that with very concrete measurement criteria, the key results that will answer the question over time, do we get any closer towards achieving that objective or not? So it's something that you keep an eye on and where you track your progress and see if you get any closer. And so it, overall, it's a concept that can help organization to draw these meaningful connections between the long-term goals and the execution, but to also help them to balance this challenge of aligned autonomy. So kind of creating an alignment for everyone in the organization towards a shared goal, but also give the teams enough space to decide what's the important next step. That is the first introduction on OKRs, but today we wanna to talk about the combination of OKRs and change. So why and what is lean change and why do we need to talk about that, Sarika? Yeah, I, I think, I've always looked at this question from different aspects. And the first question that comes to mind when, you know, uh, whenever we want to think about change is that change is a constant. But the question when we talk about change is, should we be really using linear approaches to change today when the world is volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous? We have no idea what's going to happen next. And that's exactly how change works. And for me, lean change gives us, let's say, that approach, or you might say it's a mindset, you might say it's a framework, you might say it's a model, whatever is your interpretation, because it just could be anything. For me, it's, it's potentially something that moves you from a very plan-driven approach, which 
maybe, or when I say plan-driven, it's really a linear approach, which is step one, step two, step three. Um, moving from that kind of an approach to a very cyclical, iterative, and a very feedback-driven approach, which is what probably works today and is the nature of the game today. That's one. Uh, also, I think change is always about people. And we forget that change is not doing change at people, but it is doing change with the people impacted by the change. That's another perspective that I would say lean change brings to perspective. Um, also understand the fact that there's nothing special that we do in change when we apply change, let's say, to organizations, because what we would do as social change, it's the same approach we would do for organizational change. Guess what? Our organizations are full with people. It's not structures, right? Just structures. It's structures with people, processes, and everything else. At the end of the day, it has to be about people. So how do we understand that organizational change embraces probably <coughs> the same laws of social change theory? And I would look at a lot of aspects of complexity thinking and psychology coming in where I would bring it back to the point where you said, Natalia, the OKRs and the piece on agility. So I say that uh, to look at change, and I know it's a little abused word when we say agile or agility now, but let's say wearing the lens of an agile uh, or wearing an agile lens is what I would say would define what lean change also is. And of course, I can give you a really nice long definition saying, um, lean change is a feedback-driven approach to change, and the word lean and change being together is essentially finding the thinnest slice of change that you can put out there, apply that to your context, department, or whatever change you're implementing, maybe it's a transformation, etc., and circle that back, see what feedback you're getting, do that in smaller iterations, and keep running experiments and move on with that, right? So that itself could be lean change. So that's that's my interpretation of lean change. Of course, we can go, we have workshops that we do on both of these and we can go really long on that. But essentially, I would say in a nutshell, those are the different elements of lean change that I would like to share today. Which brings us back probably to a question, why OKRs and lean change together? I mean, they're good independently. So OKRs is what OKRs is, lean change is what it is. Why merge the two? Yeah, that's a very good question. And I love that we started this little journey of how can we combine these two things that we're both really passionate about and have a lot of knowledge about together to maybe even create something that is even more useful for organizations. And I think the question for me starts when I look at um, OKR implementations that I support companies with. So when you think about doing something different here, for example, uh, in the way that you set and work with goals, um, you already have a status quo. So you might have yearly goals that you set, you might have different conversations around that, you have a specific way of measuring your goals and so on and so forth. And when you now, of course, think to apply a new concept, that would drastically change the way that you work with these things. And that is something that is often underestimated um, as part of an OKR implementation um, in corporations is how drastic the change actually is when you especially take the topic of goals 
and change the way you work with that. Because goals kind of live at the center of everything you do. They sum up what a company wants to achieve. They sum up what is important right now. They should be the guideposts of everything that you execute and decide on a daily basis. So imagine if you take this essential ingredient and totally flip it around in the way that you work with it. That would be a massive change endeavor. And that's actually what an OKR implementation is. And so change has always been a part of the work that I do with companies. But as Sarika um, uh, already mentioned, the way that we approach change in a traditional way, in this very linear, very rigid way, does, of course, not work well together with the agile ideas also behind OKRs, that you think in iterative short cycles, that you always reflect back on your learnings, that you do um, a lot of process um, improvements over a short period of time, and so on and so forth. And so when we started talking about lean change and OKRs, I think it felt very natural to actually combine these ideas because they built on the very same principles um, that I just mentioned. And so the further we got into that topic, uh, we found that actually combining these two could give organizations an amazing toolbox to further, yeah, kind of improve their transformation to support, um, yeah, the development in their organizations and other things. What would you like to add, Sarika? What is your perspective why we started on that journey? No, you've actually brilliantly put it. I'll, I'll add a few more things to what you said, and it goes back to how changes looked at traditionally, right, where we are creating strategies to mitigate resistance and everything in our own ivory towers, and then coming back and applying that at people. But like I just introduced Lean Change already to you, it's working with the people. So in this case of OKR implementations, we would really be working with the people to see what do they think? Why do they think this is not working for them, you know, and co-creating that whole piece with them and applying that psychological aspect to the implementation of it, which brings me to one of the change principles that we talk about as one of the universals of change, which is responding to change over resistance to change. So yes, resistance is a natural, but there are better ways to respond to it. Uh, I'll also go back to what you introduced OKRs as, Natalia, and that was really nice because OKRs, implementing OKRs is really not the goal, right? Uh, it's, it's really, and again, implementing change is really not the goal. Sometimes we just get lost in the whole process and we are like, oh, this is the change plan and let's just go all the way, check, 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 and that's what we need to do. But guess what? The content inside it is really what you want to achieve. And I think those kind of similarities, the fact that this is also an iterative approach to working, which lean change through its lean startup approach to thinking kind of complements. That's another thing. Bringing more perspectives for OKRs, bringing more perspectives with lean change, where we bring in this through tools like culture hacking, perspective mapping, all of those aspects totally complement what OKRs and lean change can do together and make it more powerful. Uh, and like we like the topic really says, it's OK, our lean change mojito. So, you know, tasting the different ingredients uh, still in a cocktail is probably better than tasting them individually. So, 
Absolutely. And what just comes to mind when I, I, I listen to you is, um, I mean, we didn't just combine it out of yeah curiosity. I mean, that's, of course, a big part of, of our nature, I guess, but also um, based on the experiences that I have on a daily basis and you as well in corporations, because so many corporations who start on a transformation journey or on an OKR implementation journey, they really struggle either at the beginning or after maybe a couple iterations in, for example, to the OKR process. And one of the things that I, I noticed in these um, in these struggles is really that they apply this traditional mindset of change, that they have a very rigid idea on, okay, how is this going to be? What do we need for that? When will we be done with that? Um, how should we execute OKRs? Um, what is necessary as a prerequisite? And then they find in reality that it's totally different. But because they pre-planned everything, they kind of find themselves in a very, yeah, um, unhealthy position of, okay, what do we do now? Do we kind of just throw out the plan? Do we start all over? Was it worth it? And so on and so forth. And so what we found, if we apply more of the lean change ideas to the OKR implementation itself, then it's a lot easier to kind of go the step-by-step -step approach and actually learn a lot about the reality in your organization and what is actually needed to then make the next step instead of pre-assuming what is necessary and based on that then try to implement a concept that might need a little different implementation in your organization than the one you learned from that might need something else in three weeks from now than it needs six months from now. And so it just kind of felt natural to bring the great toolbox also of lean change to the implementations to help um, organizations to avoid some of the typical challenges that they normally face. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add to that because we've come to the point of organizational transformations. Interestingly, uh, when I've... Uh, And I've just recently joined as a community lead at uh, Lean Change Management Association. And Jason and I agreed, you know what, let's try and implement OKRs here with Lean Change. <laughs> so honestly, that's going to be a case study that we would love to bring back and share with, you know, everybody um, of how we are doing it in our own organization with the tools and techniques that we know. And we, we breathe them on a day to day basis. Right. So. I'd like to thank everybody who's been listening to us. Thank you for all the questions that we've been getting on the show. Uh, the recording will, of course, be out soon. Uh, continue to watch us and listen to us. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Twitter, and uh, you can get all our information at perspectivesofchange.com. Until next time, see you then.